Hi everybody, this is Dr. Sam Byrne and I'd like to welcome you to another edition of 2020 iTalk. This is a podcast that offers you, the listener, cutting-edge information on holistic health and wellness, holistic eye care. So thanks for joining me today. I've been off for a few months and it's good to be back uh, on the air. Let's start with this. So today, parents, I think we're under a lot of pressure in terms of, um, you know, getting their kids academically ready for school. You know, the, the common idea is that by first grade, kids are learning to read, and by third grade, they're reading to learn. And uh, in my world, I evaluate kids, and I look at the difference between their chronological age and their performance age. And sometimes, although they may be seven or eight years old chronologically, in terms of their you know, visual skill set, their memory, their tracking, their visual coordination, maybe they're two or three years below their chronological age. And this is a red flag. And it's, uh, it speaks to the possibility that they have a developmental delay. And we have to repair that developmental delay before we can put incredible demands on them. And yet the school is really hung up on, you know, at a certain age we should be doing this and at a certain age we should be doing that. And there's a lot of pressure both on uh, kids and parents to really live up to the chronological age. Another example, well, it actually showed up for me when I was in optometry school. And I remember learning in school that at age 40, all patients are going to need reading glasses. They call that presbyopia. And at age 50, they're going to need bifocals. And at age 60, trifocals. And about age 62, all patients are going to get cataracts. And by age 70, they're going to all have cataract surgery. And I find it really amazing how we kind of get hooked into those ideas. And uh, especially around age. And in my practice, I've kind of blown that out of the water because I've had so many patients in their 60s and 70s and even 80s who've been able to heal different eye disease, reverse the need for reading glasses, and so on. Which brings us to our show today, and what I'd like to talk about is the subject of cataracts. And the question is, can we reverse cataracts? And so I would say... In some cases, absolutely, we can. So I want to talk today about certain nutritional uh, ideas and support that maybe we can do to reverse certain early stage cataracts and how to take better care of our eyes just generally. So I know many listeners out there have probably been to an eye doctor in the last year or so and they get the diagnosis, oh, I've got a cataract forming. And you ask the doctor, well, is there any, you know, is there any um, alternatives? And usually the answer is, well, the only alternative is surgery. Well, in my case, uh, what, I have, what I have observed over my 35 years of practice is that when we develop a cataract, it's a signal that not only do we have an imbalance in the eye, but we probably have some kind of an imbalance in the body. And if we treat the underlying causative factor, that many times the cataract can go away in the eye. So cataract comes from the Greek word waterfall, 
And basically it is a, a cloudiness or a darkening and opacification that occurs in the lens of the eye. And the lens is a translucent um, material, protonaceous uh, in, in content. And the reason why we develop cataracts is that we're having difficulty getting rid of free radicals. Those nasty free radicals that occur in the very vulnerable areas of the eye where we don't get direct circulation. So some major hot spots where that can occur would be the cornea, the macula, and the lens of the eye. So we're going to talk about uh, cataract formation and what to do about it. So the lens is very important in terms of focusing the light on the retina. And when we start developing cataracts, what ends up happening is our, our eyesight starts to get blurry. Uh, we can't clear things even with a, a prescription of glasses or contacts. And so the traditional treatment is to remove the lens and install what we call an intraocular lens, which is plastic. And in doing that, uh, that device actually helps you see things clearly again. And there are some complications, although they are rare. And they could be things like uh, swelling, redness, uh, dry eye, uh, fluctuating vision. And the idea is, is that, uh, you know, usually they'll go away. One of the big complications, though, that concerns me is uh, the incidence of macular degeneration after you've had cataract surgery. And as I've said many times, that when they take the original hardware, your lens out of the eye, that particular lens that, that we have has a pigment that blocks the blue-white light. And the blue-white light actually can damage the macula. The plastic lenses that they're putting in, some of them don't have a filter to block the blue-white light. And you get that all over the place from digital devices and especially your computer, TV, um, and so on. But that being said, um, I, um, I don't recommend cataract surgery right off unless it's really affecting your daily living. And there's certain things that you could do, and let's get into those right now. So number one, since we know that uh, free radical damage is one of the causes of cataracts, one of the things I look at is heavy metal toxicity, lead particularly, and you might uh, go to a natural doctor and, and uh, have that explored, evaluated to see if you do have heavy metals and how you could chelate those out. Number two, I would definitely add glutathione and, and vitamin C to your diet. Studies have shown that both of these are essential for a healthy lens. Obviously, glutathione isn't that well known in terms of what foods you can eat, I like to eat things like parsley, avocado, asparagus, grapefruit, strawberries. Um, all of these things are really important for healthy eyes and a healthy body. Next, I would ref uh, refrain from eating white sugar. Uh, sugar is just not good for you. Eliminate it from your diet. You can use low glycemic things uh, like stevia or use coconut water, use coconut syrup, things like that that can help you. Number four, I would definitely hydrate more. That's essential. Um, obviously, when you drink water, uh, you're detoxing generally. But I find with a lot of folks, uh, especially as they age, 
their cellular health is impeded because there's, there's a dehydration. And then there's a, a wonderful flavonoid antioxidant called quercetin. And this is found in green leafy vegetables, tomatoes, berries. It's technically considered a plant pigment, which uh, you know is deeply colored. I always say the more colorful the vegetables you eat, the healthier your eyes are going to be. Uh, these, these, um, all of these colorful vegetables uh, combat and help chew up the free radicals that that uh, accumulate in the lens of the eye. And then let's not forget probiotics and enzymes. Uh, I've seen a correlation between a healthy gut and healthy eyes. Uh, so dietary absorption creates better cellular health, cellular energy, and that helps improve metabolic waste removal. So that's really important. I also like to do things like breathing exercises, meditation, movement therapies. Uh, some of the physical therapy eye exercises that I do, actually the eye, eye stretch, palming, sunning, can also help your eyes um, in terms of blood flow and circulation, and that can actually help uh, reduce cataract formation. The last thing I want to talk about is the psycho-emotional aspect of cataracts, and there's a, there's a procedure I use called eye dialogue, where you actually patch one of the eyes, and we have your eye talk, and you know how, how old the eye is, and the right eye and left eye are working together. A lot of times people that have developed cataracts do have an underlying uh, psycho-emotional factor that's contributing to the opacification that they're, they're creating in the lens of the eye. We need light in order to see, and you know, light has to get into the eyes, and we also have, the better the light comes into the eyes, the more uh, we have an output of light radiating out, which is our self-expression. So in a cataract, we're not letting the light in and we're not letting the light out, so we're blocking. And what are we blocking in our lives? What are we shutting down? What are we hardening? You know, as we get older, there is a, there is a trend where we become more rigid, we're more narrow, um, more resentful. And so part of, um, you know, the, the psycho-emotional health is to help dissolve those patterns that are, that are creating this hardening in the lens of the eye. And last, I'm going to talk about uh, eye drops, homeopathic eye drops. These are really great in terms of being able to increase the circulation in the eye and help dissolve early stage cataracts, and they're called Cineraria maritima. Um, and it's fantastic that we actually have topical eye drops that can be used to improve our eyes, and in this particular case, they can work well in early stage cataracts. So my takeaway today would be uh, to make sure that if you do get a diagnosis of cataracts, first of all, can you correct uh, your eyes to a place where you can still function and do the things you need to do? If you can, then you can bide some time to do some of these other, uh, other things to maybe start reversing cataracts, clean up your diet, uh, increase your antioxidant level, um, take a look at some of the psycho-emotional factors, uh, bring more oxygenation and hydration to your eyes and your body, perhaps even try the uh, homeopathic eye drops. I've had a lot of success with many patients over the years being able to avoid cataract surgery 
And although it's very uh, successful if you do get it, I would definitely try my approach uh, at least for three months before you go under the knife. So that's our show for today. Uh, I want to thank you for listening. It's been great to have you both on video and audio. Make sure to tune into my website, www.drsamburn.com. And until next time, take care. listening to a podcast with Dr. Sam Byrne. To learn more about his seminars and workshops, visit his website, www.drsambyrne.com. The Byrne Method is a trademarked signature of Dr. Sam Byrne for his workshops, seminars, books, and DVDs. The information presented in this podcast is in no way intended as a substitute for receiving professional medical care. The design and purpose for this podcast is to provide information for educational purposes only. Dr. Byrne and his guests have no liability or responsibility to any person or entity for loss, damage, injury caused, or allegedly caused through the information, exercises, suggestions, explorations, or written responses presented in this podcast. Dr. Byrne is not a medical authority and his guests are not qualified to diagnose or treat any disease or health problem. This podcast is not a substitute for medical care. Dr. Byrne's information is only his personal opinion. If you have any health problem, please seek medical care for whatever condition you may have.